Good evening, and welcome back to the Man Cave. I'm your host, Aaron Ripmaster, and joining me tonight to record the Diz Dads Podcast Plus are my trusty co-hosts, Tim Hicks. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. howdy. And Willie Crocker. Hey, welcome back. Thank you. So this week on the show, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of different um, experiences at Walt Disney World that are collected together by Disney. They call them the enchanted, enchanting extras. Um, and actually, we may throw in a few of ours enchanting extras that are not on their list, but uh, be that as it may, we'll get into that discussion in just a minute. Before we get to it, though, we do need to thank our podcast sponsors. The Diz Dads Podcast Plus is made possible by Wicked Mouse Travel and by Mouse Master Travel. Both of them are authorized Disney vacation planners who would love to help make sure your family gets a vacation that is tailored specifically to your interests and your needs. Um, You can check them out at their respective websites at wickedmousetravel.com or at mousemastertravel.com. And hey, you know, you're you're not going to be able to book the vacation when you go to the website because there are no cookie cutters like that at either of these agencies. You need to give them a call. They'll set you up with an agent and make sure that you're getting a custom developed vacation that is perfect for your family. All right, guys. Um, enchanting extras. So there's always been this collection of things other than just going in the parks and riding attractions at Walt Disney World. But one of the things that happened, and it was starting to happen kind of right before the pandemic, but but during pandemic time, I think they they maybe had a little time to get this organized. Um, and Disney has now collected a lot of these things under um, a general heading they call Enchanting Extras. And I just glanced at the Walt Disney World website. They actually list, uh, by their count, 60 different Enchanting Extras. And, and these are all things that are available at Walt Disney World that are ways to kind of plus up your vacation, right? We know that Walt was always about this concept of plussing an experience. You start with, here's the experience. It's a great experience. It's still a solid experience, but you've already done it before. What do we do to make it worth coming back and doing it again and again? And that's where the plus comes in. Um, and so we thought we'd kind of work through some of these enchanting extras and, and really talk about the ones that that are our favorites and that we think give you an opportunity to really add something unique to your vacation. Um, so, you know, I don't know, Tim, Willie, either of you have anything to add here as we're kicking this off? Well, I think when you think about going to, to, to Disney world, you think about, okay, what, what resort am I going to stay in and what parks do I want to visit on what days, but you don't give a whole lot of extra thought to these extras that really do plus up your vacation. 
Right. I mean, there's so many options. Like you said, there's over 60 to choose from. There's things at Disney Springs. There's things at the campground. There's things at each resort. I mean, Coronado has one. You know, Port Orleans has some. You have so many options. And they're not necessarily going to break the bank either. They're not not all four or $500 things either. There's some that are very, very affordable. Very Very affordable. If you look at the list, I mean, they range from completely free. (laughs) Yeah. You know, to something that's going to be, you know, $3,000 or higher. Right. Depending on, on what it is you choose to do. And, and, Really, that's kind of what I what I like about them so much is that they do represent such a broad range of activities. Um, and you know, maybe the best way to start is to go around the horn and maybe identify our favorite. Um, and we'll make this first one no holds barred, right? This is this is if you've got the money to burn, what's your favorite thing on the enchanted extras list? Um so what do you think, Willie? What's your favorite? What's number one? Number one is totally the easiest one. It's a VIP tour. It's a hands down. I've done two. They are way above anything else you could do at Disney. From when the tour guide picks you up, takes you in the van, asks you about what you want to do for the day, how you want to plan your day, to where you want to go into the park, and they are talking to people in the park the whole time you're in the van from when you're in the park to when you leave the park we're going to animal kingdom no don't come over here now go to epcot first and then come back which is so cool and it's so planned and it's worth your money if you have that extra cash and let me ask you this it looks like if you're looking at the website that you can have private or otherwise for VIP tours. Is that true? Well, sort of. There, there are two different sort of categories of tours. There's the VIP tour, which is the one that's completely customizable. And then there are some premium tours that are not so customizable, but are are still um, including your guide and your ex- expedited access. So they're, they're a little more... Um, I mean, for lack of a better way to put it, it's a set itinerary um, and a set schedule as opposed to the VIP tour, which is really tuned specifically to you. Right. The VIP tour is what do you want and where do you want to do it? Like when we did our first one, we did basically Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. The second one, we did Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom and Magic Kingdom. And like we did Flight of Passage. We got off and we were like, okay, you're cool. And one of the people in my group was like, hey, I want to do it again. He's like, let's go. We literally got right back on and did it again. We were on and off both times in under 40 minutes for two rides. And the VIP tour guide got me beer for when we got off the second time. Shut up. Really? (laughs) he He took my magic band went down and got beer for me. And then we got the um, the kids, the drink with the bubbly bo- Bobos or whatever there are. Oh, I don't yeah, know yeah, the, the name. Boba right. tea stuff. Yeah. Boba yeah. tea were on top. The Boba it, Fett. It, I mean, oh, <laughs> the kids were in heaven. They thought it was the coolest thing nice. because he knows everyone and he can do whatever he wants or she can do whatever they want. It was so cool. 
Well, and what I like best about the VIP tour is some people think of it as just a way to pay for expedited access. And that's true. I mean, you get that. But it's so much more than that because the guides, you know, not every Disney cast member can be a VIP tour guide. The guides are exceptionally well-trained. They know the parks. They know the history. They know the detail. And they'll help you find those things. They'll point them out. They'll show them to you. And they make things that you've done, you know, hundreds of times in the past fresh and new and give you a new perspective on them because they can draw your attention to something that you didn't know existed or explain something to you in a way that, you know, you, you just wouldn't have even imagined. Well, I can give you an example. We were doing the haunted mansion. We did the entrance through the exit. We're done with the ride. He, you know, waits for us at the end. We walk out and he had to basically come out of character for a minute because there's a little boy lost right by um, the store. He's like, I need you all to wait over here. Came totally out of VIP mode and into Disney mode, found his parents and then came back and got us. I know it was probably seven or eight minutes. And obviously if I was paying you, you would be like, Oh, that's not right. I thought it was even better that he did that because I didn't want to see the little kid lost. No. Right. He We're just dead. stepped right in, like came out of VIP mode and into Disney cast member mode in two seconds. Yeah. Um, well, so that's a great example, but they are pricey, right? I mean, they, they're going to run you on average somewhere around $400 an hour for a minimum of seven hours. Um I think I think it's higher now. Is it is the, the it's, it's four fifty to eight fifty now? Okay, yeah, yeah that's right. So it I would say six hundred. I would yeah, say probably 600. an average of about six hundred. But I'm yeah. sure there are some of our listeners that wouldn't flinch at that at all. And and six hundred for seven hours. I mean, but divided by ten. Well, and that was that the, okay. That's the other piece I was going to mention is that you can take up to ten people, and yep. it is ten people. Period. They count everybody, including babes in arms, but. Um, it can be 10 people. So if you've got a family of four and you want to do a VIP tour, you know, look and see, talk to your friends, see who else is going to be going to Walt Disney world at the same time. There's nothing that says you all have to be in the same family. So you can cobble together a group of 10 and, you know, split the bill and it's still not going to be cheap, but your value is going to be pretty strong. Yes. You're going to ride way more rides and do more things. And you're going to get to see, places of around the park you've never seen i mean i went i went around the backside of the animal kingdom that you'll never see because right. these roads are not for us no no they hide those because they don't exactly. want you to see the, the animal care area and the it's so cool we went into hollywood studios we went behind it was november and all the christmas trees were waiting to come out oh <laughs> Because it was wow. only November 2nd, and they didn't come out till the 7th. Right. And you could see all the trees ready to just, they're on forklifts, ready to go out. And that, probably in that lot behind uh, Tower of Terror. Tower of Terror. Right. And we parked right behind Rock and Roller Coaster, walked right into Rock and Roller Coaster. We did everything we wanted, and we were right back out. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a whole different perspective on the parks. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm going to go with another thing that is is pricey, but it wouldn't be covered in a VIP tour. 
Um, and it's just a, a way, to, again, a way to get a different perspective. Um, and I'm going to mention the specialty cruises. These are not the standard fireworks cruises. The specialty cruises basically allow you to, you know, rent the 10-person boat for a period of time, and then they'll customize from there. So it's great for all kinds of special occasions. You can bring a birthday cake on board with you. You can, um, you know, have a, a celebration of that kind. If if you're proposing to somebody, you could do a, a proposal on it. And what they do is they they schedule it so that you um, you board about an hour, hour and a half before um, the fireworks shows, either at Magic Kingdom or at Epcot, and then take you out on on the water. And, you know, so you get into position um, and you, you kind of get to combine, right, about eh, 45 minutes or so of, of touring around um, on the lake. And then you find your spot and settle in for the fireworks. Um, I wouldn't do that for the first time you see the fireworks because you're not going to get a very good view of a lot of the projections. You'll still be able to see them, but you won't get a very good view of them. Um, but you get a great view of the fireworks and you don't have to deal with jostling with other people. Um, and again, it's a unique perspective. They pipe the music in. So you feel like you're right there in it. And, um, it, it again is something that can be totally customized. So it's, it's exactly the experience that you want it to be. Um, and in that way, it's kind of like the VIP tour. It is, however, su uh, substantially less expensive for the most part. Um, they started around $400 plus tax. Um, it does go up and some of the specialty um, boats, which I'm not sure if those are all back yet, um, but they have a couple of, um, of boats that are different than just the pontoon boats um, that they charge extra for. Uh, and, you know, those they can do an entire like cocktail party on, um, you know, for, for a group, but um, they price more. Yeah, but they're fun. And again, you learn things that you don't otherwise know, but you wouldn't have otherwise seen. And they're unique experiences. I mean, if you're yeah. doing it on your own, you can't watch the fireworks from out on the lake. You know, it's really the only way to do it. Well, I mean, it's it's so cool because you're literally out in, you know, Seven Seas Lagoon or um, what is the lake at um, Epcot? Well, it's not it, a lake. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it's the the uh, World Showcase Lagoon. World Showcase, okay, but I mean, like the Seven Seas Lagoon. I mean, you're watching like while everyone else is like you know staring at the castle, but you're seeing the whole show in a huge perspective. Right. And if you do it like on a night of like boo to you, oh, good point. You yeah. have 180, like, because, or not right. boo to you. Now it's Mickey's not so scary again, but I mean, they have the 180 perspective. It's going across the whole park. Right. And you can't see that. Right. In right. the whole yeah. park. Yeah. I mean, you, you, it's the one way that you can get that immersed in the dome of Correct. fireworks that are part of those special event fireworks. There you go. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, it, it's customized to what you want. So it can include the things you want it to include. Um, and it's another one where you can take up to 10 people on the pontoon boats. So 
if you're a family of four and you, you find another family to invite along, you know, you save yourself 50%. Right. There you go. And, and it's really a casual event. You don't have to dress up. You don't have to do anything. They, they do everything. And most of the time you get to see the um, water pageant. If, yeah. If you do the magic kingdom fireworks, you see the water pageant too. Um, right. And, and I, I do think it's a better deal to do it on, on Bay Lake and do for magic kingdom right. um, because you get, you get to see the water pageant in addition to the fireworks. And I think it's really cool that you get to do almost all the time. Um, they'll take you and basically you get to, to take the boat across the water bridge, right? The one that over you to um, front uh, Copper Creek and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get to go across the water bridge, which is just, and then that's when you're over in Bay Lake. Yeah. And it's you're just a neat little where, thing where, where the they, they you know, show you how that works. And exactly. It, yeah, it's interesting. How about you, Tim? What's your favorite on the enchanting extras list? Well, I'll tell you, um, looking at the list, there are some things I've done, a lot of things I haven't done, but one thing that I have done, and I know you're going to be like, Oh, duh. Uh, yeah. Tim likes the La Cava experience. <laughs> <laughs> not just because I'm the mayor, shock, not shock. just because you know, I'm a lush, whatever. You want to say. The thing is, and, and this really originated from uh, when La Cava first opened in the, uh, uh, the Food and Wine Festival many, many years ago. They actually had a tequila tasting, and this is very much what it was then. Um, it's a, they closed down La Cava, for, except for the people that are at the ticketed events. And, you know, they're going to talk you through your, your tequila ambassador is going to tell you things that you probably didn't know about how they make tequila, uh, how they ripen the tequila, how to, how to taste and sample tequila. Um, they provide things like oh, cinnamon sticks, for example, that you can, you can sniff. It's kind of like a wine tasting. Uh, you smell these different things before you take a sip of the tequila to see how it alters the way your palate tastes the tequila. And the tequilas are, are no slouch. They are not Jose Cuervo. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> so, and, and, you know, for, for those of us that, that really do love a really fine tequila, this is a, an experience you need to, to, to try. And it's quite reasonable. I, I mean, I think it's uh, last I saw it was $150 a person to do it. And it, to me, for what you're getting and the experience, it's going to take about an hour to do. It's, it's, it's a nice, it's a, it's fine. It's not a bad cost to pay for that. Experience. Okay, but but let me point out that that price wise, it actually ends up being very similar to what the fireworks cruise would be, right? Because the fireworks yep. cruise is going to be about four hundred dollars if you Divided take your family of four on it, right? You're you're mm-hmm. going to cost you about a hundred dollars a head. Um, whereas if you do the tequila tasting, it's one hundred and fifty a person. So if you did it with ten people, which you can do, by the way, you can't make the reservation online, but you can email Lacava and they'll they can set you up with a group as big as fourteen. Um, but you know, it's actually more expensive than the fireworks. Cruise. <laughs> when you, when you look at it like that, um, of course, if you're, if you're taking a, you know, family of four, but two of them are, are kids that couldn't otherwise drink tequila, right. then, then the value props a little different, Sure, but, um, but it's, it is a really interesting experience. And, uh, I promise you, you won't drink cheap tequila again after <laughs> you're not going to drink <laughs> That's you're not going to drink the, the bottom shelf hooch. <laughs> All right. So we, we talked about our favorites when you're, when you're ready to, to splurge on an enchanting extra, let's do another round, but look instead at 
the things on this list that are just really great values, right? Things where you can get kind of a bonus experience without a significant or, or you know, I don't know. It's hard to, to, to put this into words. You feel like you got to be able, you, you need to be a little cheap this time, right? <laughs> well, can't. I mean, okay. you, you don't want to be cheap, but you want to be able to still enjoy it. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, right. you know, just, just something here that, that you'd like to do a little something extra, but, um, you know, you're not in a position, you don't want to break the bank. Well, I have one. You ready? Okay. Go ahead. Amphibicar tour at Boathouse. It's $125. A much maligned Amphibicar. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's really cool. I mean, you literally leave the boathouse and there's, there's a credit if you eat. A certain amount of money. I mean, not eat, um, spending enough money at the boathouse, you get a credit and you can ride the amphibo car into the water for it's like 20 minutes, but it's pretty cool. I mean, the car goes in and everyone watches it go in and they're like, holy cow, that's really cool. Cause then all of a sudden the motor comes out to drive the boat instead of the car. Yep. And, you know, cars aren't designed to be in the water. And people see so many people having fun with that. Yeah, it's definitely one of those Instagram moments, right? Where yeah, you exactly. To, you That's send what that right. picture back home, and, and uh-huh. you know, look, yes, look, I'm driving my, my car. Sister yes, like I'm this. you know up to my waist in the water. Yeah, <laughs> and the cars are kind of cool. I mean, they're they're the old school, like I don't want to call them like '50s cars, but they're no, I mean, they, they're, they are that style. Well, yeah, there's right. that style. Yeah. Well, I've got one too. Um, okay, go ahead. And it's the, and I'm trying to think of it's, I don't think it's back open yet, but it's the behind the seeds tour um, yes. in, in the land pavilion in Epcot. Yeah, it's not open yet, but it's well worth mentioning again. I want to say it's what, 30 bucks, 29, 30 bucks? Max 30 bucks. Yeah. And, and it's good for all the way down to your preschoolers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not like the tequila tasting where you you got to be of age, it, but Especially if you got kids that you're, you know, it, they can learn something from it. They can see how, what's going into the hydroponic growing, what's going into all the different uh, technologies that they're uh, employing to uh, change the way we think about how we grow our fruits and vegetables. Well, I mean, like the, how do they make cucumbers this tall? Or How do they make a nine pound lemon? Right, exactly. <laughs> or the pumpkins that yeah. grow into Mickeyettes. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know they force it, but how do you do it? Yes, but right. there's a method to the madness. Uh, to me, I'm I'm that kind of guy that, uh, um, yeah, I think that today's teenagers probably couldn't grow carrots to save their lives. So you know, I'm all about that kind of ed- education. You know, learn how to learn how to how these things work, how seeds germinate, and what else, what kind of things you can do. What uh, what kind of environments do they need for growing the amount of water or those sorts of things like that. And that's all stuff that you learn in this thing. It's well, one of the coolest rides, I think, but yeah, no, and it, it, it is a, a terrific tour and it, it's, I think what I like about it so much is that first of all, it's a backstage tour that kids can go on, right? Most backstage things, kids are not allowed on. You have to be at least, I want to say it's 14, 14 or, or 16. Yeah. yeah. Something like that for backstage access. So it's the one right. backstage experience that, that kids can, can do. Um, 
and, and they'll be telling the stories for years, you know? Well, exactly. Oh, and it's a great introduction this. to what these tours at Walt Disney World can be because they have dozens of tours. Now, a lot of them are not active at the moment. They're kind of slowly bringing them back. They just don't have enough cast members to lead them. But, right. um, you know, a- as they come back, there are so many wonderful tours at Walt Disney World. And, and Behind the Seeds is such a great introduction to them because it's inexpensive and you get that same kind of flavor. You get you get to see the way that Disney approaches these tours as a um, like. In some ways, it's what Epcot was supposed to be, right? It's it's mm-hmm. education. You'll learn stuff from it, but it's fun, so you don't mind. <laughs> right, all at the same time. <laughs> It's it's, it's cool because I mean you're walking in sand and then next thing you know you have like the cucumbers or the pumpkins or the the radishes or whatever they're growing at that time. Right, right. And you got and them then, going upside down. How are you right, doing that? Exactly. How are how are they doing this upside down? Or you go into the fish room and they you know they're they're got fish growing everywhere and you're like how are they doing this in such a small cage? But they do it. Well, I came up with one that, you know, I like because I think it's a great value, especially since it doesn't require going into a park. And I think it's a great activity for an arrival day, maybe where, you know, you don't want to plan ahead for it because you never know if a flight's going to be delayed or something like that. Or it's good for a a getaway day where you're already checked out, but your flight is later and you know, you could go into a park, but you'd have to pay for another park day. And you really want to do that. Maybe, maybe not. Um, there are two fantastic miniature golf courses at Walt Disney world. And I mean, first of all, the, the, if you end up having to pay, it's only about 14 bucks a person, but often in the magical extras coupon book that they'll give you at the front desk, when you check into your Disney resort, there is a coupon that will be like a, uh, either a free round or buy one, get one free, you know, whatever like that. So it'll be even less than $14 in person. Um, and you know, th- these miniature golf courses are, it's still Disney. I mean, it's still Disney designed. It's still Disney run. It's still Disney executed. So th- this is not your neighborhood putt, putt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and- which one? One of them is like actual putting greens, not not the synthetic uh, grass. Yeah, stuff, I was just thinking about greens. that. I need to look and see because there's Winter Summerland. Um, no, it's not that one. It's which which has that sort of you know, obviously two courses: the winter course and the summer course, with that theming around it. Um, and it looks to me, as I glance at it, that that one is your traditional sort of astroturf. Um, right, right, right. So what that means is that the the other miniature golf experience, which is, and I always forget the name, so I'm not going to say it out loud until I see it on my list. Uh, Fantasia Gardens. Um, Fantasia Gardens, that's it. It is, you know, so it's Fantasia Gardens and fairways miniature golf, right? So the reason they call it that is it's it's an 18-hole miniature golf course with Fantasia, you know, decor all around, but it's really challenging. Um, those are real greens. It's hard. With real Very grass, hard. 
yeah, and there are sand traps and bunkers and water hazards. And I mean, some of the holes are like 123 yards, or I mean, like not, but well, the, I mean, like the longest is 109, 109 right. feet, 63 between 63 and 109 feet. But no, it's not putt putt. It's, no, it's they're hit. hard. I mean, and, and uh-huh. these are are in beautifully kept, you know, tournament quality greens, basically. Um, so it, it's a great way to introduce kids maybe to, you know, who are, are interested in golf, right? It's a good way to get them trying it for the first time. Um, just, you know, looking at one piece of, of the experience, but it's, it's real golf as opposed to the artificial um, turf. The only caveat I would say is if you do it, um, go in there knowing that it's really difficult. Don't expect <laughs> to, to get your usual, you know, you ain't uh, shooting par. Yeah. You're not going to hit two putts. Right. Um, you know, this, this is not going to be your, your, you know, shooting 36 and 18 holes at putt putt. Um, and there's no bouncing off the walls to get in the hole. Exactly. Like you're going <laughs> to, but if you let yourself relax and enjoy it as a challenge and don't get taught, you know, don't get too wrapped up in the scoring, you can have a lot of fun with it, especially, like I said, as a way to introduce kids to the game. Never done it. I would look forward to doing it sometime. I will say this. My wife did not enjoy it. <laughs> it was not putt putt like Aaron just said. Uh huh. It was golf. It's literally, I mean, like you said, hundred and something. I mean, it's it's insane. Yeah, it's a miniaturized setting, but still, it's the real. Well, and the other thing is, like, I mean, if you miss to the right, it goes in the sand trap, and then you have to get it out, and then you got to pull know, a Phil mean, Mickelson. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's it's a basically it's it's a traditional golf course miniaturized, correct, as opposed to being a mini golf course. That appeals to me. Um, I, I know but, it appeals to a lot of people listening that, that to. Both of them are good experiences, and fourteen bucks per person max. I mean, it's one of the least expensive things you can do at Walt Disney World, and it's a great way to spend that arrival day, like I said, or your getaway day, or even something to get out and do if you're going to take a break in the middle of your trip. Like you want to take a, a you know one day away from the parks in the middle of the trip to kind of you know decompress a little bit before you head back into the crowds. Um, it's a great thing to do because again, you can go and do it in the morning, enjoy that, come back to your resort, hang out at the pool, make a, a relaxing day of it but not feel like you kind of, you know, had nothing to do that day. Right. Yeah. And like I told Willie, we, Willie and I were actually discussing this before we even started the podcast tonight was um, uh, if it was just putt, putt, I could do that here. You know, mm-hmm. I don't need to go down to Disney world in Florida to, to do that, but the Fantasia course, that's not anything I can get anywhere. <laughs> a miniaturized version of a real course that would be worth trying. And it's it's embarrassingly challenging. Like you think you're good, you ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> you no pro. You ain't no pro. All right. So this round, we've done expensive. We've done value. This next one, I'm going to say, pick your favorite thing from this list as an activity to do with children. Sounds good. Challenge accepted. Yeah, I like that. And I am going to go with 
Ooh, there's two I like, but I think the Drawn to Life presented by Cirque du Soleil. Easy for you to say. Yeah, not me, but I've heard. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's brand new. I have heard it is the best 90 minutes of show you'll see with Disney themed characters. Yeah. I mean, one of, one of the agents at, uh, at mouse master, uh, went and saw the show, uh, over, I guess he was there opening week. Um, yeah. and went and saw drawn to life and he was blown away. He said he's seen other Cirque shows and this was at least as good and maybe better than, than any of the shows he'd seen because they did such a good job of, of integrating the Disney theme. That's exactly what I've heard. Like it's, I mean, like you can't, it's a can't miss once you see it. The problem is most people don't know about it. Right. Or they see the price tag and they freak out. And yeah. it's, I mean, look, the, the bottom line is that this is not, you know, Beauty and the Beast live on stage like you have at Hollywood Studios. This is a serious pro level show with Cirque du Soleil performers. Who you know? These are the same folks. They train the same way. They do the same work that the folks doing the shows uh, on the stages in Vegas do. Um, and when you think about it in those terms, um, this is—it's not cheap, but it's also not overpriced for what you're getting. Um, right. It, you're you're talking about a Vegas quality show. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes better than. Right. Exactly. Um, and that theater is a fantastic theater because you know they have the beauty of. This is one of those nice things about having a dedicated theater. Um, the reason, one of the reasons that they were down for so long is that they redeveloped the theater at the same time that they redeveloped the show. So the theater is designed such that there's no such thing as a bad seat in that house. It's made so that every seat is a fantastic seat. So, you know, if you want a, a tip, you know, take that tip away. Don't waste your money necessarily on on the know, front row seat yeah, or whatever. The best of the best seats or the most expensive right. seats because you you literally can't have a bad seat. That's a great thing about that venue. And the I mean, from what I've gathered, it keeps your attention from the minute it starts till the minute it ends. And people have gone back multiple times. Like a couple of my friends have gone back, and they're they're like. It's the same show, but you miss so much because there's so much going on. Right. You have to choose where to look. Correct. Right. I mean, now, Josh did I mention can... that for very young kids, it could be scary. Um, and that you might want to skip it for the youngest. Um, not not gory scary, but scary in that, you know, there are points where things, you know, people get erased <laughs> that might be disturbing for little ones. I, mean, I wouldn't bring my to four-year-old to right. Cirque du Soleil no matter what this is what i'm saying well right depends you know sometimes yeah i've been to one Cirque du Soleil show in vegas that i would take a four-year-old kid to if he could sit still long enough to watch it but you know that, that's something that the kid would have to be you know have to show an interest to right for me to think that yeah okay it would be okay for him to watch the show i'm going to sign up for this right all right, Tim, how about you? What are you going to do to take a kid? Where, where's your grandkid going? My grandkid, I'm taking him to see Caring for Giants. Oh, uh, great. Talk about very, that a little bit. Yes. I love elephants. I have a soft spot in my heart for elephants. Um, I think they are the most 
incredibly smart and interesting creatures out there. And caring for giants, of course, you have to have uh, the park admission to Animal Kingdom. Um, and then this is also a, a separate ticketed event that you have to you, know, you have to pay extra for. But you get to see how um, the care team cares for um, all of their elephants. They name their ele- the elephants. They all have, they understand their names, their personalities, um, you know, how they interact with each other. Oh, you know, this one's, he's, he's the grumpy old man. These two kids are going to, they're going to make him mad. You know, if they're, if they don't stop playing around with the stuff, you know, and, and it's true. I mean, they, they know these elephants and um, they, they convey that information. Um, that's an experience. You know, how, how often does a kid get to get up close and personal with an elephant? Yeah. Um, especially in the United States. It's a really cool experience. Yeah. You, you get within about a hundred feet of, of the elephants um, mm-hmm. out in the Savannah. Uh, kids do have to be at least four. Yes. But it's priced, you know, very similarly to the, the behind the seeds tour. Yes. Um, you very know, $35 reasonable. a person is, I mean, yeah, it's an add on to your, your ticket purchase, but that's, that's nothing. Not for what you're doing. Not, not for going and seeing these, these yeah. elephants and getting to know them. You go home and you'll be telling stories for years. Like I said, you know, Oh, this elephant was so funny. His name was this. And, and he, here's what happened when this right. happened. They put on shows. I mean, those elephants mm-hmm. are like, oh, yeah. I mean, they're showmen or showwomen. They're hams. Like, they're right there. Like you give them a little bit of this and they'll like, you know, they'll, they'll flap their ears and then they'll pull the trunk up and then they'll like, they know how to raise their feet. It's. They are well, majestic. Here, animals. Here's one I like for little kids, partially because I like that. It's one of the few experiences at Walt Disney world that you still, you can't book it in advance. They only take walk-ups. Um, and that's the, the pony rides at oh, the, the circle. The campground. Oh yeah. yeah, the, yeah camp the campground. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it, it's eight bucks. Yeah. It's just getting, you know, led around the, the track, you know, on a pony by cast member. Kids like that though. But to exactly. a kid, that's a kids cool experience. It. And it, it, it you know, that whole Circle D Ranch area, it fits so well in with the overall theming of Fort Wilderness. Um, I think of it as something that you could do, like, you know, if you're going to see Hoopty to review, right? And, and you know, you, you plan your transportation and you know that you got to plan on getting there early because those boats, you never know. So go ahead, be extra early. You know, head on over to Circle D and and do a pony ride. And yeah, there's stuff to do. Absolutely. There's things to keep you occupied. Really reasonably priced, and again, you get to be kind of immersed in the experience, which is, I think, especially with the littlest ones, the best part of it. Very cool, kids. Kids love kid, that stuff. What kid doesn't ask for a pony for their? Oh, person, exactly. Right? I mean, you're at the zoo. They want to ride the camel or the elephant, or doesn't matter. They just want to do something to spend money. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. I mean, that's for kids enough. too. All right. So we did a kids one. Now let's do one. Let's go the other direction and let's talk about an adults only experience. And and Tim, you already did Lacava, so you got to pick a different one. Yeah, Tim. Oh, but man, okay. but this is you know pick. Pick an experience that you might choose for, you know, a, a night out with your spouse. Hmm. There is. 
is. Let me find it real quick. Yes, 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 here it is. Over in my home resort, the Disney Animal Kingdom resorts, um, they do something called Sangria University. Uh, okay, wait, that's misleading. Coronado. It's, it's at Coronado Springs, Coronado. which is in, in the Animal resort Kingdom area. Resort. Yeah, area. Yes, yes. I'm looking at the decor and it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where it is. I've right, not done right. this, folks. So It's at the three just, bridges. It's something I'm looking at and going, I would totally do this for a day. You're, you're going to enjoy this immensely. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take my wife and they yes. say, explore and sample the many fruits and flavors of Sangria and then make your own. Well, I've made some pretty interesting sangria myself already, so I would love to Today, see they really do a good job. What they do with that, and it starts at, according to the website, starts at $59 a piece to make a few glasses of sangria. Sure. I totally do that. Well, gee, now you've stolen mine, so hopefully you really <laughs> find one while I keep looking. I'm good. You're good? I'm whatever, whenever you want me to go. Right, I mean, well, go, like, ahead. I'm, go, ahead, go for it. He's still I, looking. I continue to look. So I have two, but I'm going to go with the easy one. Hold on. It's the. It's the wild Africa track. It's not cheap, but it's really good. My wife has done it and she really enjoyed it. You basically go on a VIP expend, uh, expedition across the the bridges where the um, alligators are, and then you get to eat An alligators. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like I'm like that little cone shaped droid in in the, the last Star Wars. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's um it's a really nice tour of Animal Kingdom. Um, not um, lodge. It's the um, oh, the Savannah the park, yeah, the Savannah. Right. But at the same time, it's really, really good. You enjoy counters with animals from the Harambe Reservoir. Um, the cool thing is, I mean, you get to see some really cool things, but it's not cheap. It's one hundred ninety nine dollars a person. And just looking at it, I'm wondering how accessible it is. I mean, that one bridge. That... It's not. It's not oh, okay. particularly accessible. Um, no. It is. It is a bit physically challenging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's designed for non-accessible completely. It's able-bodied, one hundred percent strong it's, people. Um, I mean, you know, they, they they put you in a vest and clip you in. Yeah, you you're locked in. To, like, oh, one of those. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking. Right. About. Yeah. Um, because that that bridge um, over where the gators are is is essentially a um, you know a, a swinging wire bridge. Um, right. It's so, hazardous, but yeah, but it, I mean that you're, it's, it's so safe cool because it's, they clip you in and they're yeah, really, but it's really dang dangerous it. enough to be thrilling. But you're you know you're safe, right? right. I mean, you're over crocodiles or uh, is it crocodiles? No, it's they say they're crocodiles, alligators. but I think they're alligators. Oh, maybe it is crocs. Yeah, I think they say Crocs, but they're probably alligators. But. <laughs> well, Florida Gators, you know. That's right, what they well, got. Well, you know, Willie, I, I like the concept. I think you're on the right track, but I am uh, gonna gonna save a little money and oh. focus more on the um, the, the dining experience. On, uh... And we're gonna do the Savor the Savannah tour. 
Ooh, yes. Right? Nice job. Which is $25 yes. less expensive. Yep. And you get this, this, you know, special access, um, to the, the, uh, to the Savannah with it, its highlight is that you get the premium eats, drinks and more as, as they call it. Um, it is, um, tapas and beer and wine and, um, just, you know, really sort of, if you were on a safari, right. You know, this is, this is the, the evening break at the end of a safari is the concept, I think. Um, nice. and I think it's a little more laid back than, uh, wild Africa track. I mean, wild Africa track is, is a more of a, it's very uh, intense. Yeah. And it's more of a, a, you know, an experience with the animals, right. Savor the Savannah is, is, is happy hour with the animals. Um, <laughs> and we all love happy hour. I mean, they do two of them. They do two of them. A day. Do the monkeys catch a drink? There's too? a three fifteen and a four thirty, <laughs> right? The right in that in that late afternoon time frame. And um, I, I've heard great things about you know the the things that they serve, the kind of uh, bungalow area that they have set up for the the uh, meal. Um, just a really nice experience and, you know, you don't have to be adults. It does say that they'll take, uh, teens and tweens. I don't know that you get much value out of it. Not bring them on. Um, mm, yep. they do no say way. you have to be at least eight years old to participate. And oh. if you're under 18, you have to be accompanied by a participating adult who's 18 or older. Um, mentally or, um, now. <laughs> the other interesting thing is that Tim, this one might be a possibility. Um, if you use an ECV, you have to be able to transfer into an available wheelchair to participate in the tour. So they've got a wheelchair that is sort of a you know off-road capable wheelchair. Okay, yeah, transferring is not a problem. Um, but that's you, nice to know. Yeah, I mean, yes, a, it is. That's good to know. Um, because it is, I mean, it is still that opportunity to get out on the Savannah, um, you know, and, and get that kind of up close experience. Um, but the focus is on the food and Hey, you know me, I, I love like food. food. Yes. Especially it's chicken nuggies. Right? <laughs> well, I, I've moved up. <laughs> I've, I, I've, I've, I've tried a new, <laughs> few new things, you know, Oh, do tell I'm moving up. <laughs> Olives. He likes olives. I love yes. olives. Olives. All right. I love um, Castellano olives. So let's yeah. let's do one more round here, and this time I, I want you to pick um, an activity that we haven't mentioned yet that takes place outside of a theme park. So Got some it. of the ones we've mentioned already are outside of theme parks, but let's let's wrap up here. I think maybe with um, a, an activity that would be fun to do on a day when you're not going to be in a theme park okay i'll can, can i lead this one off sure i am not done this and i so want to do it it's the starlight safari that you can take at disney's animal kingdom lodge um they give you night vision goggles they take off you know from from the lodge and go into the the savannah that is special to the lodge um and you get to see all the the different animals that you can see during the daytime but you see them up close you see them um, perhaps in the, the places where they keep them overnight. Um, and 
that is, to me is unique. It's not just uh, just a safari, but it's a nighttime safari. You're looking at these animals through the night vision goggles and seeing what their nocturnal. Okay, I don't want to say nocturnal habits are. <laughs> I mean, that just doesn't sound right, does it? But to me, that would that would just be way too cool. And the fact that it happens at night, you know, the first round is at 8.30, the second is at 10 at night, you're missing the heat of the day. So it's something that you can do. It's outside the park. It's outside, sometimes outside the park hours. So um, to me, that that's something I really am seriously thinking about doing in the future. And it's less than a hundred bucks a person. That's really good then. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, like the two of you, you can do it for under 200 bucks. Like, yeah, that's affordable. Yeah, it is. You got one, Willie? Yeah, I do. Uh, the celebration the, at the top, the 50th flavor and fireworks at the Contemporary Resort. Good mm-hmm. call. Yeah, it's a great looking idea. And I think this could stick around longer. Right, because it's one of those things that'll get a new name, but it'll be the same. Yeah, thing. it's right. going to be one of those things where, because the fiftieth is basically over. I mean, I wish we could say it was a better fiftieth, but it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's it's it was a unique situation, folks. I mean, of course, the fiftieth coming at the tail end of the pandemic. A pandemic. Everybody wants to get away from home. Everybody wants to travel. Everything. But no is one cared about the fiftieth. They just wanted to get out of their house. Exactly. So you saw a lot of crowds that you don't normally see, and we couldn't get half the product that Disney was creating. Mm-hmm. So yeah. this this looks like a lot of fun, and I still think it's going to be around. I mean, you yes. you can go upstairs and watch and enjoy. I mean, and the food looks. I mean, pretty good. relatively pretty good. I mean, I mean, you're the you know. The, I mean, we're graduating and, from from chicky nuggies to cocktail weenies, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you, you, you might get a few extra things. You know, nothing more fancy than a few sliders or some uh, shrimp shrimp cocktail, but it's a great location, and the contemporary is really designed to look at the. I mean, the Magic Kingdom has a great view up there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. A, tra- Good that's call, a fantastic Willie. view. Well, I, I'm going to choose another sort of family-friendly activity here because I'm I'm intrigued by this one. Um, I've never done it. Uh, I didn't know it existed. And it's fairly new if I'm – well, I'm sure it's fairly new because it it takes place in, in Toledo, um, which has only been around for <laughs> a little while. How did we um, not know about this? Well – so this is, again, this is a different thing. It's called the Colors of Coronado Painting Experience. So you know how they do the animation drawing class and things like that? So yeah. this is, it looks to me like it's very similar to that, but it's a two-hour class where local artists come and lead a painting class. And you get an 11 by 14 canvas to paint. And they, you paint along with, you know, they, they lead you through um, painting, you know, a, a Disney art scene. Um, and I think it looks really cool. Now, Toledo isn't open during this time. And they, they make a point of, of saying it's not open. They can't be serving. They can't serve food and drink during it. Um, so sorry, Willie. Uh, but. 
Dang. You know, it's an outside the park location. It's another one of those things. Um, it looks like it's only offered on Friday afternoons. Um, it's Friday from one to three. But again, it's one of those things where if you arrive on, you know, Friday morning or you get in around 10 on Friday, you know, you go, you get settled at your resort, you head over to, to Coronado, you grab an Uber over to Coronado and you do your painting class from one to three. You can do then, you know, go to Dahlia and do happy hour and lounge and relax a little bit. I mean, it's a nice way to ease your way into vacation, get yourself in the Disney spirit with the art. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's reasonably priced and looks like a lot of fun. I mean, it's $35 per person. And that is so cheap. Well, and, yeah. and when you're done, you get your 11 by 14 canvas of art to take home i mean it's like paint paint at night or whatever those things they call them all right yeah it's like those various the paint party things yeah Yeah. it's just done with disney artists which is even better yeah because i mean like half the paint at night people are just you know like bob ross fake i mean right We have a little sunny shine, and then we well, have a you know, I mean, these are these are people that are probably you know in the rotation to do the the animator thing too, and they just you know they right. also have facility with paint. Um, and that's uh, really cool. Yeah, it no, just looks like a lot of fun. I was wondering if it was that you know that hipster thing where you know you drink wine and and do a painting like you know well, all together doing the same thing. It, that's the problem is that it's at Toledo. There's there's really no reason that they shouldn't be you know serving you know, from Toledo's wine list. Um, which right? is fantastic. But, or can I at least bring something down from Dahlia and, and <laughs> you know, while I'm doing that? Because that'll make for a much more interesting painting. <laughs> what time's the bourbon bar open? <laughs> <laughs> but, I would uh, like a double on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. Skip the rocks. Um, <laughs> but, you know, the, the biggest thing to me is, I mean, as we've gone through these things, we've talked about activities at different resorts in different theme parks. We've talked about everything from thousand dollar tours to, you know, things that, that you could do for work, you know, the, the, the change you get from, you know, paying the, the Uber driver. Um, it, it's a really great range of extra activities and it's all there to help make sure that your vacation again is tailored to you there. I I guess what I want to emphasize is that this is just an example. It's why we tell people you'll never do everything at Walt Disney world. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, you, you could be there four weeks and I guarantee you'll never do everything. Among other things, it's always changing. Right. But, well, and some of the things are specific to locations, and I'll throw this in here too. Um, I remember when uh, the Nicelys took their kids uh, some years ago, and they wanted to do stuff that was at um, their their lot, their uh, uh, hotel, their their resort, and there was like a cooking class that was particular to that one place. That doesn't mean they have it everywhere. So if you're staying on property, check the, the schedule and see if there are things right there in your own resort that you can do that's free or at least nominal cost. And what's amazing to me is that, you know, they've got, as they say, 60 different things listed right now, and there are more coming. We know. Well, I was going to say, we didn't talk about the lightsaber. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about the droid building. Mm -mm. 
Right. No. I mean, we we talked about some of the simple things. Right. I mean, we didn't talk about fishing excursions. We didn't talk about foot golf. We didn't talk about archery. Right. There are all these. We didn't talk about activities. golf at all. Yeah. No, and there are world championship golf right. courses. Yeah, there's there's cake decorating um, at Emirates. Um, That's what I need to go do. <laughs> there's there's all these wonderful activities, and and again, there's more coming every day. So the beauty of it is. Rather than worrying about whether you're doing everything, you know, these things uh, to me are a reminder to rather than trying to fit yourself to your vacation, fit the vacation to you. Exactly. What, what is it? There's something for everybody. And if you've got a kid who isn't a ride fanatic, you know, think about the things that we can do to make sure that they get a great experience too. Um, there was a time when my son didn't ride rides much, but he still found plenty of things to keep him entertained. And he loved being there doing it, even though he maybe rode two rides a day. Well, that's the cool thing about Disney. I mean, like you don't have to ride rides. Mm-hmm. You exactly. can, I mean, Aaron, you and I experienced it last year like yep. we had a great time just hanging out right. we yeah. rode a few rides but we weren't there for like oh my god we have to do blank blank and blank right right there are people that that's the way they want to vacation and that's yeah. great but you can and i don't you know i don't necessarily recommend it you can go into a park and spend the entire day in a park and never ride a single ride. And, and Epcot definitely comes to mind there. Oh, hundred percent. There's so many. I mean, those are good examples of, I mean, the, the flower and garden festival and the food and wine festival Mm -hmm. and, and the international international festival, of the arts. I mean, those are all listed on this list of enchanted extras too. And they don't cost a dime extra. Right. Right. Nope. I mean, they're just part of the experience that's there for you at Epcot. And there are extra things to check out. Some of them cost extra, but many of them don't. And most of the festivals have special musical guests at, at the, um, uh, yep, the amphitheater there. Right. Right. So they used to close every uh, food and garden, uh, food and wine festival with, uh, with Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, one of my favorite <laughs> swing bands. Right. It was awesome. So, uh, you know, you've heard about some of our favorite enchanting extra activities. We'd love to hear about yours. What enchanting extras have you experienced? Which ones would you recommend? Um, what things added something to your vacation experience that you didn't even realize was there? We'd love to hear about those things. You can email us at podcast at uh, We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash We're on Twitter at is dad's podcast um or you can contact us individually uh if you want to uh give tim some some tips on uh you know wheelchair accessible enchanting extras you can email him at tim.hicks at fantasticmemoriestravel.com or if you want to email willie and make some suggestions for things other than chicken nuggets you could try <laughs> willie w-i-l-l-i-e at wicked and if you'd like to reach me individually you can email me at erin a-a-r-o-n at mousemastertravel.com
And hey, if you've got a minute, we'd really appreciate it if you could uh, rate and review the podcast, um, especially on Apple Podcasts. Um, it helps other people find the show, um, especially given my terrible uh, track record lately in uh, getting shows edited and released. Any help you can give us would be greatly appreciated. Help. Help. Until next time. I've been your host, Aaron Ripmaster, with my trusty co-hosts, Willie Crocker. Have a wicked wild night. And Tim Hicks. We'll see you real soon.